had to adjust the microphone there. Uh, the show where we reverse party political spin, expose bad journalism, and try to have a laugh, because frankly, if we didn't, we'd cry. Joining me today, my usual co-host, Adam. Yeah, right. And David. Hello. Right, guys, what's on the stories this week? Let's go. Quite a lot, really. You know, like the yeah. stuff which is in front of you, maybe. Yeah, we're starting with the, uh, something about Texas. Yeah, con man does Dallas. Way. That's um, terrible. Already. It's not terrible at all. Already. It's class. <laughs> um, the FBI and the police were tipped off about um, a mass grave with de- dismembered bodies of adults and children. Now, that, that sounds quite bad, but then you go on, where did they get this from? Where was their source? Tell us. It was a psychic. Oh, the old um, American way of <laughs> investigating. The media found out were there in 30 minutes. And then the police searched for six hours, you know, as you do off a tip-off from a psychic. And, uh, they, they, they found nothing. There was a bit of blood, but that was from a, the guy who lives there who dropped a beer when he was drunk <laughs> and then tried to pick the glass up. <laughs> but the best thing is, NBC interviewed the guy. The worst things you could say, right, if someone has been accusing you or saying that where you live has dismembered bodies is, is to open up your interview with the question of, do I look like a murderer? <laughs> and then going, don't answer that, but I didn't do anything. Yeah, that was rhetorical. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst thing you can possibly do. <sighs> it is just a classic American way of uh, investigating problems. Ask a psychic. You'd have thought the FBI would be a bit more, well sensible but obviously not obviously this is the fbi which you know runs america's anti-terror well but and took so many years to find Osama bin Laden. Oh, it's, it's just such a hilarious story because the media were all over it the bbc just put more to follow obviously going we haven't got a source of where this is coming from yeah. so we're not gonna look like <laughs> idiots but america just went ballistic about it just going oh there's loads there's loads of dead bodies like do you not think someone would have reported that a lot earlier? Yeah, how how would there be a mass grave if if not loads of people had disappeared? Obviously, loads of people would have had to have disappeared for there to be a mass grave. Yeah. You would have noticed that there's not any less people in the town. The sort of um, ev- lack of evidence, but already pronounced them guilty that Guantanamo sort of runs on, to be honest. Mm, topical. Media trial as well. Yeah. Mm. This guy's now being harassed. It's like he didn't do anything. They, they got a tip off from a psychic, and they're they're going sick at this guy for it. It's like <laughs> he didn't do anything. Camping outside his house, waiting for him to reveal that he was actually a murderer. Oh, it's just so stupid. The Americans yeah, need to get the priorities right. Really, really, just that's just it's a, it's a great story to open up on because it is just America summed up. But they said that they have to take this. They have to take these hints or tip off seriously, <laughs> no matter who tells them it, because it involves the dismembered bodies of children. <laughs> Psychics <laughs> have always proved right. Yeah, like every time. I, I mean, I've never heard anyone discredit a psychic ever. I don't think anyone else here. I'm seeing either. children, children, ground. Um, <laughs> just America, theory. sort yourself out. Yeah, just that's from this week in lies. Uh, we're taking beef with the entire of America. Can we not call people <laughs> out, please? The entire of America outside Berwick <laughs> FM now. <laughs> please uh, don't nuke us. Yeah, we'll take you down. Oh, on the on beef news, actually, fish. We've we've still not heard anything back from that guy from like three weeks ago. No, even after, verbally assaulted uh, even you after my uh, brilliant rap last week. I think you scared him off with your mad lyrics. Well, you know my skills. Your sick beats. <laughs> um, hopefully, you won't be back. Well, do you know that Ja Rule's gone to prison now? So yeah. maybe you could replace him. 
Like, you could be the new Jarrell. Yeah, just, just carry a handgun around everywhere yeah. I go. He could spring out of anywhere. Yeah, that's you know very I mean? true. You do have to make sure that he doesn't. He, he said on that, though, it's like, he wasn't even going to defend himself. He was like, yeah, I got caught. I'm going to jail. Kind of like Wesley Snipes. Mm. Wasn't he tax evasion? Yeah, and he's in the big house for, like, eight years because he didn't pay a dollar of tax for about 12 or something right. years. He just didn't pay any money in tax. No, not even Blade makes up for that. Yeah, and not no Blade makes up for it. Maybe the first one, but not the terrible following sequels. But yeah. that's not This Week in Lies, that's just <laughs> movie reviews. Anyway. Shall we move on to the next thing? <sighs> no. Yes. Do they look like they hate the West? Do they, Theresa May? Answer that. Theresa. And, and your quotation here is... Mad-Eye mad So Mad-Eye Moody May. What is, what is this woman... Why is she Home Secretary? So, what Theresa May said is that she wants to get doctors to look at uh, certain people to see if they look like they could be or are susceptible to becoming terrorists. Are they gonna start using, like, baby scans now? Are we gonna yeah. start looking at them going, well, he's putting, he's putting two fingers up now, <laughs> he clearly hates the West and all we stand for. It's basically you're just saying, does he look a bit dark? <laughs> <laughs> does he have a beard and a backpack? Does he have shifty eyes? Yes. <laughs> Send him to jail right now before he can do anything. Without without obviously jumping to conclusions, but you can tell when the Tories are in government, can't mm. you? Well, maybe. Mm. They're actually setting up a web website called 1984.com. <laughs> where you where can <laughs> report fellow people <laughs> who look shifty. <laughs> the Ministry of Truth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but it's just such a stupid thing. Right. If the Lib Dems have the power to just go, no then you know this is a stupid story. Yeah. Plus, they criticised Labour for lack of civil liberties for quite a long time. <sighs> yeah, ID cards and things like that, and now yeah. they're getting doctors it's to see if people free. look shifty. Yeah. yeah. Well, they want to check your library books as well. Yeah, that's a bit Patriot Act-ish. Right. This literally is the kind of story you'd expect to hear from America, is that yeah. the government is asking doctors to see who looks like a terrorist or not. The thing is, Theresa May now is looking like the psycho in the cabinet. Like when there's also David Cameron there as well. <laughs> it's like there's David Cameron, George Osborne, who, who's you know looked at a bit of maths and now thinks he's the Chancellor. Yeah, and Theresa May who just wants to lock everyone up for their own safety just in case they become a terrorist. Mm. Grow up, or if they have the sign, if they have a beard over a certain length, automatically a terrorist. <laughs> Everyone between these two colours on the Dulex paint yeah. chart. <laughs> the thing is, right? As much as this is worrying slash hilarious, us talking about beards. Yeah, her husband has a massive beard. Lock him up for everyone's yeah, safety. Lock him up. He's not dark, Adam. So it's all right. <sighs> I hate the Tories. Yeah, if he looks of a political party, obviously. <sighs> Yeah, okay. gladly. Happily, there are other political <laughs> parties. They're in government, so we're them. allowed to criticise them. We just have to criticise the governmental party, not right, the entire sorry. party. Sorry. The government. I don't like the government. Is being shifty. <laughs> uh, oh, wait a minute, I've just forgotten something. Just give me leave You're going to for get, one okay, second. Okay, okay. Is what's it a return of a previous feature? It is, it's a previous feature. That is we'll be talking about a certain um, Manchester United footballer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. His David. exploits. But Adam's not here to bleep me out. It's it's all gone wrong. What, what, what did you say then, Fish? It's about a... Uh, 
Oh, yeah, and anyway, gigs. so and that was <laughs> yeah, it was at, the, at a hotel, and yeah, they yeah. they were doing that. Well, to he's, each other. He's now done uh, whilst big, covered in chocolate. He's mm. now done big brother. He's uh, screwed over his little brother, <laughs> and uh, now he just needs Whoopi Goldberg for the sister act. High five! Oh, High five! Yeah. <laughs> I heard uh, he's running down the ring, wing straight through the back door and into his brother's bedroom. Uh, he wants to uh, emulate <sighs> Sir Alex as well, keep a red face at all times, and get involved in things he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how his brother didn't cotton on that he was like around his house an awful lot. It's like, all right, Ryan, yeah, you've been here like four <laughs> times this week already. The but thing I, the thing I've always wondered right about this is he has been keeping. We can it also secret. say his name now because it's been revealed about. No, 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 no. We can say his name about the story. Um, brother's wife. We can't obviously say that Ryan Giggs <laughs> met her in a hotel with a Fitz. Yeah. But then, like, we can talk about the fact that he's been sleeping with his brother's wife yeah. for eight years. Eight years. That's and what I mean. the it's day like... after both of his children were born. That's, yeah. As much as we like to mock, that is actually disgraceful. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, the, the, his brother's wife did sort of try to come off as completely innocent in it. Yeah, so like, oh, it's I just did, like, he pretty much, he was so insistent, and it's just like, <laughs> well, just say no it was maybe. manly chest the thing is I think I think that it, at least he's sleeping with his brother's wife he's, he's still a family man he's still <laughs> keeping it very much within the family <laughs> it's uh, fine where's the problem god's sake I'm just I'm upset now but I have to put away the super injunction bleeper mm, maybe forever unless we talk, start talking about Fred Goodwin <laughs> We can talk about Fred Goodwin as a person. Yeah, that's true. But one one interesting fact is um, that Ryan Giggs will be bringing out a clothing range to go with his yoga video. It's um, a pair of jeans which actually have a padlock on the crotch. <laughs> oh, Fish Fish just looked <laughs> depressed. I, I didn't think you were bringing that joke out. I was going to bring it out. Going to bring I it out. I told him to bring it out. So... Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We're going to move on to Bishop bashing Cameron move. <laughs> moves. Moves. <laughs> Sounds almost like a chess game. Um, Sounds like something else as well. God, <sighs> Anyway. Seriously. Sorry. I, ladies and gentlemen, I could just turn this microphone off. <laughs> I, th I vote for that. Yeah. yeah. This is Two to democracy. one. This, this is a... Yeah, uh, hang on, revision for uh, tomorrow's. It's uh, a polyarchy. Oh, a polyarchy. Oh, interesting. Rule by many, not all. Yeah, this is really interesting. There we are. Well, Steve, extra credit there. Thank you. Uh, so Bishop, Bishop bashes Cameron. Way. I said it one. <laughs> uh, so what happened was that uh, the Archbishop basically said that he doesn't like the coalition's spending policies and that doesn't really agree and that they kind of hate the poor. In, in as many words. Yeah, he said that they'd have no democratic mandate to uh, do what they're doing, which is ironic from someone who sits in the House of Lords and doesn't understand <laughs> the concept of an election, but, you know, who cares? He's got God behind him. He's not like he's a hypocrite or anything. It's, it's not like a uh, head of a part of the church to start pontificating about things like this. Yeah, I mean... Even though that joke does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. You tried your hardest for a while. Um, so yeah, David Cameron said that he welcomes the Archbishop's criticism and debate. Um, does he really? <laughs> no. He says he fundamentally disagrees with pretty much everything he yeah. said. It's just like, well, the debate's gonna go no further, yeah. to be honest. 
He, I think he just says that to just sound like, yeah, yeah, we'll listen to any criticisms you've got. Yeah. yeah. The one interesting thing he did uh, bring up, he said uh, they're bringing back subtly the language of uh, deserving and undeserving poor. Would you you two agree with that? No, not at all. Um, but they're doing it, or yeah, like C says subtly, not like, not really. I don't I don't agree with the concept on, at, at all. As so. much as it is quite fun to bash Cameron as much as possible, I don't really think he actually believes that people deserve to be poor. Well, mm. he does think some people should just try harder to get jobs. Yeah, and so on. yeah, but obviously, yeah. everyone should try harder. And then in you your spare time, run a library or build a rocket to space or whatever. <laughs> really? <laughs> or what? tender, tender community field to grow your own crops, you know, anything yeah. like that. Dig, dig, you know, dig for victory. Well, We're not in 1930s anymore. So the Archbishop is, why don't you get a real job? Because <laughs> what, what does he actually do? He speaks the word of God, Adam. The true God. The real The God. only God. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to follow rule four of Barrick FM uh, instructions. And not and to blaspheme. <laughs> not, not comment of my opinion on that, but like... Other religious uh, organisations. Icons. Yeah, icons, deities. Well, it's just, at least Cameron got elected, so can comment well, on what he wants. Just about. No, yeah. he's an MP. He's still he's scraped yeah. it. Well, yeah. yeah. He okay. managed to lose an election he couldn't possibly have lost. But there we go. Against the most unpopular man in history who we'll come on to later, I suppose. No, that's true. But now, Brown and Blair and the sexual tension years. <laughs> or what everyone else wants to call it of the I want your job years. Or Project <laughs> Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> I tried what, to say that as sinisterly that... as possible. Why did they use Volvo? Because apparently Volvos are quiet and reliable, but you just let it do its job. Hmm. That's why. He is the most boring Cameron, man there ever was. Cameron was said to be a uh, sports car. Well, apparently... <laughs> An Ed Alfa Bulls, Romeo. Ed Bulls was meant to be a Corsa. <laughs> because it was family friendly and cared about you. How is he family friendly? It's no just idea. annoying. He rubs everyone up the wrong way. My opinion is, if you've got the opportunity to call a project something, like Project X, or any sort of crazy... Just project Dreadnought. Yeah, anything crazy like that. The Doomsday. Yeah. And Not then you call it around. Project Volvo. Like, you know, like you spot trains at the weekend. That's literally the impression that he gives me, is yeah. that he sat by the side of a major train line with an anorak on. Apparently it was meant, it was an attempt to rebrand Brown to make him sound more exciting. Uh, he should have been was. <laughs> he should have so. just gone with the boring but, like, quiet thing and just, like, tried to sound more sinister. Like, op Operation Dreadnought. Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> quiet but, you know, he's, the gonna, he's there in... And he's going to mess you up. at any time. Project Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Brown trying to get rid of Blair doesn't, doesn't show that there was disunity in the Labour Party. Obviously. Yeah. Everyone tries to oust their leader. Oh, yeah, everyone. Doesn't remind what? me at all of the uh, October Revolution in Russia <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. Did, what did Brown say about Blair? That he was uh, flimsy and relied too much on spin. Yeah, and, and like he was shallow career thinking and... Um, Brown did actually deny writing these things. Yeah, but they are true. It's in his handwriting. Hmm. Which hmm. He also tried to goad him, apparently, by saying, Dear war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <Yeah. laughs> 
obviously I completely unfounded. Yeah. Honestly, I can't get over that he called it Project Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Just anything. The thing is, right, reading, reading the article about it, they were talking about Balls' role in it, and they were saying that the former children's, um, secretary, Ed Balls, and it's just like, why did nobody think of some jokes of when he was children's secretary and his name's Ed Balls? Which I, we I could know. never possibly say before the word. <laughs> I, I want to know how children kept a straight face when he went into schools to, like, <laughs> talk about what labour were doing for education, and they go, and now here's Mr. Balls to offer <laughs> education. <laughs> If our, any self-respecting ten-year-old has got to be crying with laughter at that. <laughs> any self-respecting ten-year-old than Adam, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you accuse Adam of immaturity yeah. then. I'm not self-respecting though. I'm just mentally yeah. ten. Yeah. But looking at the words used, there's going through the new Labour, let's just, you know, attack everyone in our own party. Allegedly. Um, Brown, no, they have done. There's, there's too many letters for this. Brown said that to uh, remake New Labour after what Blair had done to it and destroyed it. What? That Blair was New Labour. <laughs> this gets brilliant. <laughs> the New Labour. New, new, new Labour. Ah, new, if new, that new makes Labour. sense. New, the new in inverted commas. The new New Labour. And then New Labour again. Okay. Has to be more brutal and revolutionary than New Labour. Does he want to just go back to old Labour? Well, yes. I'm quite- I'm- I'm agreeing with Ben that this sounds like the October Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Brown's a communist. Which, yeah. uh, if- if you're listening, Steve, I've ex uh, studied extensively for tomorrow's test, so I'd appreciate if there was a question- Seriously? <laughs> Stop it! Sycophantic little thing. <laughs> Just all I'm saying is, yeah, it sounds like the October Revolution. Apparently- Modern. Apparently Ed Balls has come out in, you know, defence of himself saying that it wasn't actually trying to topple Blair, it was more of a, remember I'd like to be Prime Minister one day as well. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. Ed Balls will never be Prime Minister, no, we can't no. seriously have it's a Prime just Minister just too irritating, Balls. to be honest. If Ed Balls becomes Prime Minister one day, I'm actually gonna support an invasion of this country with, like, with Yemeni troops. I just think we'll be embarrassed whenever we go on foreign visits because it'd be <laughs> Prime Minister Balls and it's just <laughs> <laughs> and everyone at the UN will be laughing. Yeah, I think you've got a section now, Ben. What? Economic section. Oh, yeah. Crack. I'm just crack my uh, You're not going to tell Steve that you've revised economics? Uh, no, you because we're, not, we're not learning about economics, Adam, in politics. The 211, which is my favourite course and with the best teacher. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to silence you two, and I'm going to talk about economics. No, I'm not really. You can have your. Uh, I'm going to get to sleep after you've okay. ended up with this. Section. Well, no, I'm just basically. I thought well, we've not covered it yet, and it's now the 27th straight month in a row that the UK interest rates haven't changed. Uh, and I know you politics and history folk and English literature people don't have any uh, don't have any care for economics, but it's very important. They're very important. Um, basically, because. Um, Interest rates are now and have been for the last 27 months 0.5%. That means that inflation's going up again. Um, I mean, come on, you must have some feelings about inflation. Yeah, <sighs> it's never that good. I'll say that. I quite like it when it's involved in bouncy castles. Yeah. Mm. There you go. That's my opinion. I don't really do economics, yeah. so I don't know that much. Not great it. for the poor of the country, I suppose. It's good for borrowers and bad for pretty much everyone else. Yeah, so it's um, forcing people poor people to borrow no not necessarily but well, what it does is implying. if you are a borrower it makes your <laughs> if debt, you are a borrower if yeah if you are a borrower if, you, if you're a, a tiny uh, person 2003 film <laughs> and you live in the skirting boards <laughs> it makes your debt <laughs> smaller <laughs> in comparison uh, but basically i guess no one cares so just heed my warning 
<laughs> that uh, interest rates are going to go up and it's going to be more painful in the future. There we are, that's my section, because no one cares about economics, apart from me. So I've just woken up. Yeah, all right, no problem. We accept it's important. It's yeah, just. you just don't care. Yeah. You can't really make it funny when it's that depressing. Yeah, it's depressing. Fiscal lag. I, w I won't bore you with the details. Is that like jet lag? No, the Nairu, Phillips curve, things like that. Yeah, just get on with it. Next section, which <laughs> is about exam mistakes or something like that, which We're is so important. This so this is about this recent thing where there's been about five different exams, all at AS and A level, that have had glaring mistakes that have made it like impossible. <laughs> Just <laughs> eighty-eight thousand people have taken the exam have been affected by it, and there's been uh, there's been a series of areas in the uh, exams. Other oh, tigers, uh, no, <laughs> what uh, errors? Other errors, not tigers. Errors. Um, Are you AQA? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also at Excel, and all those other boards that people use to do exams. But um, they've, uh, the mistakes have included an impossible math question. Um, a business studies with no figures question. Which, what was that? It was asking them to find some sort of... They had to do the finance of a company, but when using the figures provided, and it was just like, there are no figures provided, <laughs> it's an empty table. <laughs> um, there was a biology multiple choice question, which had seven incorrect answers and no correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they got so into trying to trip the students up by putting wrong answers in, that they went, yeah, that'll do, that's fine, next question, and there was no correct answer. Um, and there's also a history exam which had the wrong extracts about the wrong war. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, extracts are about World War Two, and then the question was to answer the um, four question, answer two of the four questions below using the provided extracts. Now, when the extracts are on World War Two, that's all right, but when the exam's on World War One, it's quite difficult yeah. to use the extracts to actually when answer the question. When they shot Archduke Hitler. <laughs> 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 it's just, how did nobody read any, uh, like, how did these think, exams yeah, get through? Yeah, you would think that they would at least proofread the exams and make sure, especially in maths and science, that there's actually a, a question that can be answered. Well, apparently they do have quality control, but obviously they're just, uh, there's criticism that exams aren't as uh, good as they used to be. Well, or are too uh, easy. Yeah, well... This is just bringing it up to the level of uh, old school exams, to be honest. Yeah, where it's actually impossible to get an A, for yeah, example. Where you're <laughs> injected with flu before the exam. <laughs> Had to run a marathon. Had just to walk to six miles to school and so on. Yeah. Well, Couldn't afford well, food. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, is it doesn't surprise me Ed Excel made a mistake. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, you're the guy who uh, Adam had to beg and borrow to get an A grade at A-level. A I didn't have to beg and borrow. You pretty much... He basically got I his A-level this year and he's in his second year of university. No, I got it remarked. Which is How many times? Once. I just Twice. had to appeal. <laughs> it's an A. Well, so. he looks very, very sad in the studio. No, it's because I really want to swear at you now. Okay. I can't. But you can't. I want to hit you as well. And I can say as much as I want. Yeah. Are we done Wait. about exams, or am, am I getting you? I'm, a, I'm making you regress to uh, past experiences. No, you're all right. You can move on. Okay. There's a desolate look in his eye. Yeah. Well, it's about to get more desolate when we start talking about FIFA, because we've talked about Uganda being homophobic, but when people just say FIFA are corrupt, I just can't believe it. But uh, we're going to move on to this FIFA story, right? Blatter has been accused of being corrupt. Now. What I'm gonna say in this, you'll probably laugh at, 
and then just facepalm for the sheer ridiculousness of what I'm, I'm preparing about to tell the you. face and the now, palm. <laughs> there's a series of Liechtenstein companies who are owned by some fairly, let's say, shadow-like people who don't want to be known in public but spend quite a lot of money. They're registered both in Liechtenstein and in Switzerland. And before 2004, um, bank account owners could <laughs> open an account with only proof of address. And since 2001, for the census in Switzerland, park benches could be used as an address. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, did you think what happened? So you don't actually have to prove that you are the person you are saying you are. Which, ISL, a company who actually got found out for doing this, were paying um, a lot of money, nearly a hundred million, to, uh, well, allegedly paid to Blatter, Warner, Naremie and Hoodoo PLC. And Hoodoo PLC are the people who are responsible for selling the rights to TV companies for the World Cup after they get it off FIFA's holding company. Right. Now, that's not really that funny. But then... When the account of who's paying this money is Mr. Anon E. Merce. <laughs> <laughs> How did nobody think of corruption there? It's because the Swiss allow people to, like I said, list their addresses as, like, trees. <laughs> and like, also has a questionable currency from a yeah. uh, despotic regime, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> Nazi gold. <laughs> <laughs> but in 2001, uh, ISL was investigated by the Swiss and were found to be involved in bribery of unnamed FIFA officials who were... Uh, unnamed. Uh, they they repaid $12.5 million, the re unnamed officials, not because they were guilty, but because they just did. It felt like being altruistic yeah for they, they, yeah they're obviously not admitting it but what we're doing is we're asking you to be quiet with this money yes yeah. essentially okay. but um, the european court had a gagging order on the story till 2003 when it went to the eu and the eu just went no so you know the daily mail can't go sick about this bit but um roland bushel an mp in switzerland raised the matter and brought attention to swiss interpol who uh, have the fraud section and said that it Interpol came out saying that serious fraud within FIFA who are embezzling money allegedly and then passing it on to other people. Is this the it's Interpol that has their office yeah. in a cave somewhere? Yeah, <laughs> by a lake. Said, <laughs> said that embezzlement and fraud in Switzerland by FIFA and other companies is not a matter for them, mm. it's a matter for FIFA. Yeah. Because it's FIFA are a sovereign country in their opinion, clearly. And F Interpol did nothing about it. Sorry, I just have to get my foot out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, how? How when you have all of this evidence? Uh, Roland Bouchard has a list of everyone's bank accounts of the people allegedly been paid this money. So, you know, obviously showing that ISL are paying this money in by Mr. Mr. Anonymous. Yeah. And the Swiss have just gone, oh, no, no. Nothing to do with us. Yeah, it's uh, a matter for others. Hmm. So, Maybe yeah. Interpol are paying paid quite a bit. Who knows? But just ha we should invade FIFA. I'm they are a sovereign country. Do they, do they have like an oil rig that they all live on? Made own micronation. Just well, they have. But well, they're clearly dictators because yeah. you know one party state. I saw that election. <laughs> I saw that election. It was armed guards. <laughs> yeah, but Mugabe said he was jealous. Well, <laughs> we got two messages. I know, to I just want to finish this okay. point. Obviously, yeah. in our exam tomorrow, regime breakdown comes yes. into it. Clearly, a lot of regime breakdown is going on within FIFA, as 
They have no army, so they clearly lost the ar- army's loyalty. I've got one. Go on. The uh, uh, technology is changing. Yeah, that's so, very uh, true. Set well, it's not really. Refusal to bring in goal line technology will be the downfall of FIFA. Yes, Sep. Due to uh, some of Zagorski's uh, claims on regime stability. And also, people don't think that FIFA can do their job anymore. So that, you know, efficacy is indeed, gone. Indeed, indeed. And also, and legitimacy. Legitimacy, right? Legitimacy. He won an election, but what's what's the president's name? Fish. What's the president of FIFA's name? Sep Blatter. Why did it say Joseph Blatter? On the election list. <laughs> he's a conspiracy. He's got an evil twin. Ah. It, the FIFA is pretty much the new Syria. Yeah, I'll stand by that. They'll just start beating and down people too. Obviously more important. But, just, Switzerland. Sort it out. Yeah. Switzerland, outside Bearwick FM. Now. <laughs> yeah, we're calling Switzerland and exactly, America out. Uh, and Interpol. About, fun thing uh, about Switzerland is there's more bank accounts than people. That is actually true. There you are. More That's guns than people as well, yeah. apparently. Yeah. So we've got two more messages, and we're going to go from the song from the message instead of one of the CD. So. Um, Peter Reynolds Wright, who uh, is formerly British, until until he starts using the English language and not talking in American to me, I will not recognise his Britishness. Sorted out, son. Yeah. It's called a pavement, not a sidewalk. Pro, absolute pro. That was smooth. Aye. Now, some of things that are less smooth. The Daily Mail. Yeah. Great link. Well done, Adam. That didn't really make that much sense, but there we go. Things that are less smooth. Daily yeah. Mail. We're going for our bad reporting of the week. Which has been a section that's come that's been missed for the last few weeks, I think. Yeah. But, so uh, David Fisher, go ahead. We came back to the Daily Mail, because they're, they're pretty prolific, to be honest. They're the sort of... They are well, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the, the picture definition. Yeah, the the Mario Gomez of bad journalism. <laughs> the Herelio Gomez of goalkeeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Herelio uh, Gomez is a goalkeeper. You mean the Herelio Gomez of the newspaper world? That's a gaff. Not really. Yeah, it is. Carry on, fish. <sighs> Thanks for that, Ben. Right. Okay, <laughs> um, there's a Daily Mail article entitled "Romanian migrants send home five hundred thousand pound each day from the UK." Uh, it seems well, it's relatively balanced for a Daily Mail article, more filled with actual facts. Um, they're talking about uh, their economy is boosted by £2.5 billion a year for, from uh, people sending money in from abroad. Um, yeah, And the only controversial bit is uh, when they talk about uh, the President Basescu from Romania saying social protection makes it more comfortable to be unemployed than to do manual jobs when you go abroad but uh, yeah coming over here taking our benefits can I make the noise a Daily Mail reader would make when they read that what (laughs) yeah it would suggest that maybe if we sort of help their country out they wouldn't need to come over here and claim benefits or raise minimum wage for them so they they actually have an incentive so basically what the Daily Mail is saying is that they come over here taking our jobs and then send the money back home except they're not taking our jobs they're just taking our money okay so but who knows it's it it's relatively balanced arg- uh, article but sort of seemingly quite pointless it's basically romanian people provide for their families oh god Pro- proper british people don't give money to the, their children the absolute horror that's that is outrageous but, but uh, the the main the main jewel is uh, the, comment the comment section, section as, as always just some absolute pearls so out read here. some choice comments yeah well 
the first one I'll give you, another argument for British jobs for British workers. British workers spend their money in Britain employing other British workers. Yeah. Apparently. So the kind of people who will be picking fruit will obviously be starting their own business. Obviously, but we don't import any goods or, or buy any other country's products we only buy british so yeah, yeah that's well. a fair that's a fair enough 1950s assessment of the world <laughs> when, when god made the world he made us an island for a reason yeah he made him an island for a reason yeah to have the welsh as our slaves and the scottish <laughs> as our entertainment the continentals are on the continent just because that's how it should be yeah but yeah the next one do they have benefits in romania if so let's all go there and claim money back the british government had given blank checks to to all over europe to in cash whatever that <laughs> hell that means british money is for british people and to keep the economy going so mitch your people who come on holiday over here they're not have a have a, some like form of pound currency no, they're not allowed to spend any money that's not in their own country you know that <laughs> it's outrageous Just also tourism is bad yeah sleep on a street for christ's yeah. sake don't buy Be a resourceful. hotel when, if you go to Romania on holiday, don't buy any food because that's just boosting their economy. Yeah. This one, the, I think the man got very, very confused. He said, uh, after a bit of waffle, he said, <laughs> we don't need protectionism, just common sense. All that seems to happen is taxes go up and up in, instead, and we become even more uh, uncompetitive in the world market. We don't actually need pay rises. We need tax cuts so that 60% of most people's pay does not go back to the government. <laughs> That's um, just the same thing, isn't it? Just in reverse. No, I think he's, his figures are strange. 60% of... Nobody yeah, everyone, gets everyone taxed. Everyone pays 60%. Nobody gets taxed 60%. But if I could make you it do, You do if you're a Daily Mail reader, yeah. because everything is 55 million times worse. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. Who knows? We don't actually need pay rises, apparently. Yeah, just we just need cuts. tax cuts, but that's essentially the same. That's like getting a pay rise. Yeah, pretty much. But who knows? Yeah. Is it uh, only like... When when is the last time Britain had a sixty percent tax rate? <laughs> literally, like the seventies, wasn't 60s, it? Sixties, seventies. Yeah. Honestly, but but I think literally, what the Daily Mail has invented is a time machine that it sends papers back to that time and they agree with everything. No, its readers are just stuck in the past. Yeah. <laughs> All the readers back have in the empire. Yeah, the glory days. But yeah, then next one. How can they live and afford to send money home? I think I meant to say, how can they live and afford to stay in the UK to send money home? And they should have jobs teaching how to manage our money. Because <laughs> they're obviously so good at it if they can send... The thing is, I'm shocked that they're sending all this money home because, the, the, you know, the Royal Mail is really expensive. <laughs> how are they affording it? Who knows? They, they need jobs teaching how to manage our money. So it sounds like they need what? jobs teaching English as well. Yeah, I, uh, I don't understand. Speak it better than some of the Daily Mail readers. <laughs> <laughs> So strange. Yeah. Other news sources are Mark available. from Thailand, a sort of oh, yeah. <laughs> a rich little John esque commentator by any chance. Yeah, he, yeah, he knows his stuff about England. It's so good that he left. Uh, these people live four to a room and take work <laughs> at wages that are not viable for the English with their cost of living. This c causes employers to pay lousy wages. Wages are kept down by the influx of these people. This is the main reason the youth are unemployed in the UK. So apparently them living in this country with our cost of living, but... It's totally their fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently we can't afford to live at our cost of living, but they can on lower <laughs> wages. I'm trying to articulate how much this man, has anno this man has annoyed me. I'm just trying to articulate how dense you have to be. 
yeah. one to. to I mean, I can't actually. Right, we grasp are still talking about the de- we're still talking about the Daily Mail, and you've just said I'm trying to articulate how dense you have to be. <laughs> you buy the 45p newspaper, and then that confirms how dense you are. I just. <laughs> it hurts your brain. Uh, the last one is just the classic. This country is dying before our very eyes, and nobody is doing a thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going. Uh, it hurts I'm, me. D- yeah. It hurts me deep Let's inside. Let's everyone pack up and just go to a former colony. Yeah. Let's go to a former <laughs> colony and exploit their people for our wealth. Why can't we deport these people? Because they're mm. just they're drains on just the nation's IQ average. <sighs> just <laughs> our money. It's awful. It's really awful. And honestly, radio silence is irrelevant here because I think it's just. <laughs> Right, well. <sighs> so what, what should we talk about to. now? Yeah. The um, zombie story. Uh, I think we should I don't know if I can even bother be bothered anymore. Life is not worth yeah. living. <laughs> Honestly. To be fair, I, I, blame, I blame the Romanians for this story. <laughs> really do. For, because clearly Leicester City Council can't afford a zombie pl- backup plan. Because, because they're funding Romanians. It literally, that whole story reminds me of the, one of the first stories we brought from the Daily Mail, which was that the president of Europe's granddad built a Nazi <laughs> spy plane, and thus, we should never, ever trust them. Because he's a Nazi. Yeah, because his granddad was a Nazi, and thus anyone who's ever yeah. from Germany is also a Nazi by definition. Yeah. It's just, that is the Daily Mail summed up. As yeah. much as I know we should have been going through that story laughing, I'm really quite annoyed. Yeah, I'm quite <laughs> depressed, and I'm quite annoyed. <sighs> yeah. Have are we, we, ta- we going to talk about the zombie story? Yeah, we've just got one message decent. quickly. Alright, yeah. There's a money transfer system, apparently. You don't have to send it through the Royal Mail, because it wouldn't get anywhere. Yeah, that the, yeah, because the postman... Econ bro. Or econ bow, sorry. I do it's probably econ okay. boy, maybe. I don't know. Thank but, you for enlightening us. Yes. Zombie. I'll get on the zombie news. I hope there will be a zombie invasion, because <sighs> life's just not worth living. Leicester City Council have had a uh, freedom of information request about their preparations for a zombie attack. Because whoever, well, they signed the letter as Concerned Citizen, <laughs> and they've watched a lot of documentaries of zombie attacks. Yeah, like 28 Days Later, yeah. that factual, and they want factual to documentary know, about how London was yeah. ravaged. They want zombies. to know how um, Leicester City Council will actually, you know, defend its borders, because everywhere will become a little country, um, from zombies, and it turns out that they don't have a defence plan sorted. Shocking. And, uh, it's been blamed on Thatcher and the cuts through the uh, <laughs> 80s of zombie technology not really being developed. But it's because she'll come back as a zombie somehow. Yeah, exactly. But advice, advice to listeners if you do come across a zombie is uh, destroy the brain Aim or the sever head. the spinal cord. That's destroy the brain. Aim for the head, head to the Winchester and wait for all this to blow over. <laughs> How is that for a slice <laughs> of fried gold? Yeah. Yeah. Fish, you've got red on you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, beautiful. <sighs> I heard um, he was worried about people coming back from the dead when he saw uh, Sven was appointed manager <laughs> of the football club. What a legend. So, yeah, we've got two minutes until we bring the news, um, and we're talking about predictions again at the end of the, the This Week in Lies. Yeah, what, what, how many weeks is this now, guys? Like, week five? Fifth week. Mm. So, have we got any predictions right yet? Uh, well, I did, obviously. <sighs> the radio silence there, uh, very professional. Yeah, yeah just well, we don't why there's radio silence there, Fish. Because I didn't get the news right. So, Adam's prediction last week was that Alex Ferguson would be sacked as manager of uh, Manchester United and turn into Margaret Thatcher, which 
I don't think happened. I think you were close. It, it did happen. I think he is Margaret Thatcher, but he's not been sacked yet. He is so. a socialist as well, to be fair to the man. So? He is actually Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Fish said that there would be an OPEC meeting with one person. Well, it didn't happen. I don't know if he couldn't organise himself. Yeah. Maybe he slept through his alarm or something. Well, he, he was a... Uh, had a feisty argument with himself about setting the price of oil and then realised that he wasn't the oil minister for any country and it wasn't actually an OPEC meeting, it was just him sat in his underpants. He was trying to sign room. Messi on football manager. <laughs> it's because uh, Gaddafi sent him on holiday again, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Gaddafi's still claiming he's a spy, by the way. <coughs> Ben's just having a cough. Well, my prediction was the economy would die or something. Yeah. It didn't happen. Uh, Alright, serious predictions. Got one serious minute. Serious predictions. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe... Is the world now going to be overrun by zombies because we don't have a viable zombie plan? Um, it could happen. It could be uh, invaded by Sarah Palin as well. Mm. That would be know where it is. So yeah. all right. I'm so going to predict that the E. coli scare will go away. <laughs> just as quickly as it arrived, just as quickly as Birdfree <laughs> left as well. Adam, have you got one? Um, I'm going to go with it. The Daily Mail will keep publishing the same old ridiculous stuff. Just terrible, terrible stories. Because I know I'll be right there. Mm. I don't think you can be wrong. When, actually, I'm going to go with that, um, the Daily Mail will link immigration in with to the E. coli, e. coli scare. <laughs> right, so we've got like 15 seconds left. Uh, Bale Rag FM Festival, June the 25th, 1pm. Uh, be there. Lots of live music and things like that. That'll be a good show. Aye. Um, it's also my we'll birthday the day before, so send me a message. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week, five till six. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And, Goodbye, uh, everyone. We'll leave you with the news. later.